0: Everybody, I'm Chad Bokelman.
1: I'm Mark Marble,
0: and this is the Lantern Cast,
1: episode 317.
0: That's right. We are covering the final parts of Zod's will from Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps by Robert Venditti. Uh, this is going to be issues 39, 40, and 41. Mark's taking uh, 39 and 41, and I'm taking 40. So I guess no preamble. We're just going to jump right into it, right?
1: I suppose so. Um, I, so we're gonna try to stick with the the more abridged version of reviews, correct? Give or take. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I I like the cover. I, I got the I guess the variant cover with Kyle reaching for the for Hal's ring. hmm I kind of like that one. Um, for what it's worth. I believe that's a
0: Tyler Kirkham cover.
1: Yes, it is a Tyler Kirkham cover. So I did kind of I did kind of like that one. Uh, where, where it's
0: it's 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 interesting too because there's holes in that ring.
1: Well I think that's accurate.
0: Well I know, I just I just mean the design wise. If any if anybody's uh hasn't seen a good close up of that ring in a while, there are, there's holes in that design.
1: Oh yeah. So maybe so are maybe your friend at Underworld and beyond there. <laughs> that's another that's one right. to make um so the creative, the creative crew on Zod's Will Part 3, which I like this. What would Hal Jordan do as a title for this issue, which is kind of appropriate? Robert Venditti, Rafa Sandoval, Tommy Mori is the colorist, uh, Tarragona, Inker, Dave Sharp, Letterer, Cover Sandoval, Tarragona, Mori, and Tyler Kirkman, uh, Mori did the uh, varying cover, and Marino and Mike Cotton are the editors. So, kind of recapping where we were at the end of, when we did the first two parts of this, Hal basically willed his ring to escape from the l- little containment cell. I think the Eradicator had both his and Kyle rings in, their rings in, so that he could examine them. And so his ring shot through the Eradicator's head, if I remember correctly. It went, and he, Hal pretty much willed his ring to Kyle, so it, he could, Kyle could go basically bring back the cavalry. And that's kind of like where we pick up here. Hal, you know, Hal's kind of Hal is kind of being punished and taunted by General Zod, and they kind of have their their, their differing worldviews kind of come out in this about uh you know Zod kind of points out oh he, he was trying to be diplomatic and and you and you you kind of you know you ignored or rejected my diplomacy and Hal points out yeah you, you called diplomacy after you basically, basically beat beat us almost to death and Zod of course says counters how you came you know you basically you weren't invited and you you're Basically, you were the, more or less you were the aggressors in this conflict. Um, they kind of so. We, we switch back to Mogo over here, where we find that you know Kyle pretty much is in a containment field because ever since he arrived with with Hal's ring, he's like supercharged or the Energizer Lantern, as Guy refers to him as. Since Kyle can't control this this ring, this power, that uh they they just have to keep him there until they know what to, until they know what to do with him. Kyle, you know, reveals, you know, the General Zod is, you know, basically what, what the problem was, who they ran into. All of a sudden, you know, Guy, you know, guy and John trying to come up with a game plan for what to do. Guy just wants to jump, leap into action. And John says, well, we have to at least, you know, we have to at least try, you know, try the new routine and go and, and, talk, to, and talk to the Guardians first. All the while, I like just the fact that, Hal, that uh, we find very, which, which I find really interesting, is Hal's Ring obviously had it much which is a new trend which I like Hal's ring has a little bit of Hal, not a little a lot of Hal's personality literally in it so it rubs off on Kyle and Kyle starts acting and talking like Hal Jordan which is really funny because I like the way Guy picks up on that it's really funny like <laughs> it looks like you're wearing Jordan Jordan's rings. Is, is giving you kajonis to go with you no look <laughs> and I like and I, and I, or later on when he goes let, let the Hal wash over you <laughs> like I love that line. That was just great. Uh, John goes to the Guardians. He explains the situation. Uh, John is kind of expecting and, and kind of hoping that the Guardians are going to say, "Yeah, just you're absolutely right. Go get him." But the Guardians have a, this little internal debate on different sides, pointing out the well. You know, maybe we shouldn't do this because one 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 side wants to say, "Hey, we should do it because." Zodger was sentenced to the Phantom Zone, we need to put him back in there. The other side says, well, hey, that's Kryptonian law, that's not our law, we really have no involvement in this. And more or less, the Guardians say, we need some some time to think about this, and we'll let you know when uh when we make our decision. At this point, uh, you know, meanwhile, Guy kind of like organizes like a jailbreak, more or less, <laughs> or an attempted jailbreak for Hal. He takes Key, Kyle, and a whole bunch of a task force of lanterns head back. To deal with to, to deal with General Zod, and, you know, as they're flying off into space, uh, John just kind of smiles to himself, like, "What took you so long?" Since that was kind of like what John really wanted to happen all along. In a way, John was buying time, dealing with the Guardians. Zod keeps telling the Eradicator to more to keep keep going on his mission to uncover everything, unlock everything in the ring, pretty much. Even though the ring has some protocols and is delaying him, they, all all he cares about is uh. The, for the eradicator to, to uh, decipher everything and understand everything and get all the information from the, at the ring uh, Kyle again sounding like Hal uh, le- leaves the task force they, ar- they arrive back on Zod's planet you know the eradicator is tempted to leap into action but that's when Zod kind of again reiterates no, you, you you need to stay here and do what you need to do so the citizens of the planet all chant Zod they, char- they charge into battle uh, Kyle, you know, takes the lead and so it's, so it's uh, freak, you know, freaking out with, with, with this energy and so put, putting a whooping on him and Zod, Ursa, and what was it? Lore, Lore right? Lore, is yeah, Lore Zod. So? Uh, they, leap, they leap into action to counter the Green Lanterns and that pretty much is where this part ends. I
0: like the art. Um, I, I think I've like, said that
1: up. I don't like how he draws Kyle, though. He does not draw Kyle with that mask well, and and, and the way that Kyle's hair goes back kind of gives him that receding hairline kind of look.
0: I think his hair is going back, though, because it's just like the power is blasting
1: off of him. It could be, but I think he's drawn... I'm pretty sure he's drawn him like that before. Uh, Hmm. But, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: Uh, No, I like... I I enjoy the art all throughout. Um, They say a couple of things in here, and I guess I'll get to it at the end, uh, but... I knew from word go how this story was going to end based on how it started. Um, and by new, I mean I had a pretty good guess. Obviously, I wasn't sure. But, yeah, I was pretty damn sure how this this, this story was going to end. And throughout the story, including in this issue, they dropped hints of it, too. So am I – you know, people are praising this uh, over online, and not that they shouldn't be. It's a good arc with some good art. Um, it's it, it's a it's a good action story. You you know you get some some good uh, Zod moments and Kryptonian moments if you're into the Superman lore. You get some good uh, Green Lantern stuff. Both sort of enter office. Uh, you know, political intrigue, how the Green Lantern Corps is supposed to function, and you get some personal moments between Kyle and Guy and John and Hal and so on and so forth. But this story, from top to bottom, was pretty predictable for me, um, which I guess I'll just have to get to later. But uh, in terms of this particular issue, I just thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. How many, uh, how many, how, how many words? we're in this book because it's not like a, a a Robert Venditti book. And this is, this is in a detriment. I'm not saying that he's a lazy writer or anything like that. So don't misconstrue what I'm saying guys, but it, this was a pretty wordy issue for a Robert Venditti Green Lantern book. Don't you think?
1: I would say that's true.
0: Yeah. there was quite a lot of talking, uh, both between Hal and Zod and, um, as well as just the lanterns debating what they're going to do. As and John and the Guardians. There's just quite a few word bubbles on the page, uh, which again, not a detriment. I'm just saying I noticed that that just this one seemed to be a bit more of a wordy issue. But lots of great shots, art, artistic wise in it, and I still continue to like how like the Eradicator is drawn and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean the new look for the Eradicator is good. I mean it's probably overall it's probably the closest. It's still not quite perfect, but again, I mean, I, I kind of interrupted my own thought, or else it would make more sense. It's it's I was gonna say it's still not it's quite as perfect a dead-on likeness at, of the reign of the Superman last son of Krypton Eradicator, but it's probably about the closest that we've gotten. And I understand that it's not, you know, there were specific reasons why that character looked, you know, the way he did. I mean. In, in the reign of the Superman, but this is pretty damn close. I, if if they adjust, if they if they would just arc his cape a little bit back on the shoulders, i would be a little happier because then he would that then he almost would be 100% a dead ringer. But once in a once in a while, they kind of draw him and he the way the way the sometimes like on the top of uh top of the page when uh right right after the lanterns fly off from Mogo when Eradicator is talking to Zod, just the way the the cape kind of like Drapes over his shoulders and that top panel, now, that that kind of reminds you of the way the Eradicator's cape was, even though it's again, if the real cape was kind of like arced upwards, so like there was some stiffness to the cape that this one clearly doesn't have, because even in the panel, a couple of pages down on that same page, couple of panels down on that same page, you see how it just kind of like it literally just laying laying across him and bunched in the front. But yeah, I like the I I think that the reinvention the, the uh, rebirth Eradicator I do. Is, is a is a welcome a welcome sight.
0: Sure. What else do you think about it? Anything jump out to you overall? The
1: I lo, I mean again Kyle Kyle fans probably wouldn't like this as much, but I do like the the in, I like the house ring being obviously a lot more willpower at this point anyway than Kyle's really able to 100% control. I like the fact that I, I just like the fact that again it has the imprint of. Because because Hal literally created that ring because Hal's ring is is again literally unique now, kind of like the way in a different way Kyle's ring was unique at you know when there was no core that it, the essence of Hal is in that ring and like like Guy said just let the Hal wash over you. <laughs>
0: which which uh, which is cool and and it, it speaks to Hal in this particular issue and his power and familiarity with the ring and all that. But it also gives Kyle a cool moment in the issue I'll be reviewing. That is true, too. So. All right. Anything else?
1: No, I don't think so. I think we can move on to uh, pot, well, part two for tonight. Part, but four overall, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, how's it written the Greenlander
0: Lantern Corey issue 40, Zod's will, and the ring shall break him on the cover. Um, the uh, variant cover shows... Uh, um, lore lore zod holding uh guy's hand and uh kind of crashing hit crushing his wrist and says kneel before zod's
1: yeah it's the one Um, another tyler kirkham cover uh
0: never leave a lantern behind is the name of the story we have robert venditti as the writer rafa sandoval as the penciler Geordi uh, Tarragona as the anchor, colorist Tomaya Mori as uh, the, the colorist, uh, letterer Dave Sharp, cover Sandoval, Tarragona, and Mori, variant cover Tyler Kirkham, and Tomaya Mori, assistant editor Andrew Marino, editor Brian Cunningham. So uh, we open up um, back on Mogo in Space Sector Zero, um, and Hal, or not Hal, John, is being reamed by the Guardians because they know that the Lanterns took off to take care of, uh, to go get Hal, which is against their direct orders. And John rushes us off his shoulders saying, Unfortunately, it took me too long to get back to them, and they had already left. So whether we like it or not, the rescue of Hal Jordan is underway. Uh, then over on the planet, uh, planet Jexul or whatever you want to J- call it, Jekyll, Jekyll. Um, everybody's fighting. Um, Kyle's going up against Zod, while the uh, some of the other lanterns are taking on Ursa, and Guy is uh not really taking on, but being uh beaten up by Lord Zod. Um, Hal uh, or G- Zod is a bit confused. As you look like a lantern who fled from my stockade, you couldn't be. He was uh, beaten up. He was foolish to, he'd be foolish to try and attack me again. And Kyle says, me Zod, same Kyle, ran a new look. I wield the will of two green lanterns. Now mine plus the will that howl infused his ring with when he forged it. I know what you're taught thinking that isn't possible. Well, here's how impossible feels. Ursa gets taken down by some lanterns and pinned to the ground. Um, and then, uh, uh, how, or Kyle, uh, creates some constructs and slams Zod into the ground. Um, he says, that was for Hal, uh, the Coast City, and, and then you can hear, uh, Hal in the darkness saying, the Coast City train, my ring is teaching you a thing or two, Kyle. I hate being grounded, fish gotta swim, pilots gotta fly, enjoying being me while you can. While you can. Uh, at this moment, the natives try and attack the Green Lanterns. Chad takes them down. <laughs> nice going, Chad. With some suppressive fire, so, you know, good stuff there. Um... Uh, this pisses off uh, Is this Iolande?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: This pisses off Iolande and Space Ape, and they take him, they take him down. Um, Lor Zod uh, takes a sucker punch at Guy. Um, Kyle uh, is getting his ass handed to him by Zod. And uh, this is kind of when Zod gives the go ahead. Ursa breaks free, Lor Zod starts uh, kicking some ass, um, and uh, the, the Zods start getting the upper hand. And this is when Kyle says the following. I know what you're thinking, Zod. Hal is in some impenetrable cell where his ring can't get to him. You're too good a tactician to fall for the same plan twice, right? Well, I'm too creative to repeat what's been done before. I figure I don't need to get Hal's ring to him. It's like he says, his ring is him. I just wanted to get close enough to bring the rest of him to it. And Hal says, you know, because he can, for some reason, he's starting to hear what Kyle's saying. He says, no, don't do it, Kyle. You're in bad shape. This time isn't, this isn't the time to try things that have never been done before. Kyle says, both are wills working together. And Hal says, all right, if I can't stop you, I'm with you. Zod says, surrender, and Kyle says, surrender. We don't know the meaning. And burst of energy, he goes kind of supernova for a minute, flashes on, burns up most of the power on him. Uh, and he, the ring goes flying off of him, searches for Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan found. Uh, the rest of the Green Lanterns are pinned back. Um... Zod says the battle is over, and Hal says that all of a sudden, hate to break it to you, General, I don't take orders. And next, the sky isn't big enough for the two of them. What you think of this one?
1: Again, I'd say it, it was predictable to a large extent, a lot of things that happened in the issue. But it was, from an action perspective, it was pretty good. Uh it kind of sucks. I mean, it's it's understandable to see you know the, so many Green Lanterns getting their asses kicked. I mean, considering uh, the circumstances, but so that's kind of a given based on who they're who they're facing. But it's it's a little disappointing on that level. Ideally, but I do like the whole again the 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 Cal 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 and Hyle Uh, <laughs> whichever would you prefer? I like Hal and Kyle working together literally, uh, for, you know, when How was reaching out to him, almost like using the force kind of thing, reaching out, kind of like reaching out and acting and kind of partially through Kyle at the same time, or giving, giving, you know, giving part of himself to Kyle to help, or even early on in the book when he senses, you know, when he felt what was going on, so, yeah, it was pretty good.
0: I have a question, and I'm looking it up now, uh, just to see what I can find, if I can find anything, but, If you can, stretch your mind way on back to around Green Lantern New Guardians 30 or so. These sunstones that these uh, beings are wielding, do you think they're the same things that the uh, God Killers had? Uh, Because they're blue like it, and I'm just wondering if it's the same thing.
1: Yeah, that is true, and they they never kind of picked up on that tech, right? We never saw anything done with that. Uh, it could be. Uh, I'd say the I'd say the thing that would point against it was obviously that Robert has nothing had nothing to do with New Guardians, and and whether he would. Well, well, well either way either I mean we, if we get to interview him I guess that we make a note we could ask him about that whether that because I was gonna say we, we know we're never gonna find out in actual comic book <laughs> since he's only got like two more arcs left we know we're never gonna get the answer to that question in the in the books themselves uh it could be uh, I guess it could be i that, that was a good that was a good catch based on the color I didn't really put the two and two together from a possibility but it could
0: be yeah I'm sort of paging through thirty right now um, which is the last appearance of them in that one. They were a little more glowy
1: weren't they the stuff that got <laughs> yeah
0: they stuff. yeah, they were glowy, but I'm on a page right now where Kyle says, what are those damn weapons, but I still don't see anywhere where they respond to that. Our weapons can kill anything that lives, but we could not just assume that you would apply that would apply to you yeah. Uh, all they keep saying is their weapons they don't say anything about what their weapons are
1: and plus the stuff that they're mining from this planet in particular that, that, was, that was just a, that mineral or whatever is just uniquely able to penetrate you know among other yeah others. but what, what
0: if what if that's the raw material and and the stuff that the god killers wore is like the refined it could be stuff so it's just like that's that's part of why I was that why I was asking Hmm. That's odd. I decided to bring it up since uh, it, it the, the 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 color template was similar. It's it capable of breaking through a, gar- a a Green Lantern construct, so on and so forth. So, all right. What else do you have to say about this issue?
1: I don't think I have that much more to say. It was it was it was entertaining. <laughs> it's a-
0: yeah, it's 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 not. Yeah, it's it's. You said it's predictable. Yeah, but it's also not very progressive plot wise. I mean, it's just kind of this is the fight issue.
1: Yeah, I I do think once again, and this really makes, and I got to be honest, this really makes me nervous heading into the controllers arc because I think that freaking thing is the Dark Stars arc because I think that thing is like six issues long. Uh, that. This seems to be another arc that could definitely have been shortened, at least by one issue, if nothing else. I think it definitely could have been a four-arc issue. Uh, I didn't think it needed to be five. And it does make me... And it does, like I said, I, I'm hoping... As usual, I'm hoping that the Dark Stars would... that That's going to be an interesting thing that we're going to be reading. But again, just the mere fact that it's so long makes me uncomfortable. And...
0: Yeah, um, I'm also curious, too, uh, about that. Um, uh, before we move on to the next one, one thing I was curious about on this story is what exactly happens to um, to Kyle here on this one? Because, like, I, it just seemed like he shone real bright for a minute. Yeah, I agree. And then his the ring petered out and went to go find him. Couldn't Kyle have just taken off the ring and said, "Hey, go find Hal"?
1: Yeah, I think that that is kind of uh, it was anticlimactic that part too. And it, and, it, and Zod's rea- and and you can't even say Zod's reaction was being you know being a dick. Zod's reaction was pretty accurate or logical based on a based on all the banter and the and and all the. Uh, the machoism and and bragging and everything else, you kind of were He had every reason to expect a little, a little bit more impressive display before the ring just went to find Hal to begin with.
0: It would have been more impressive if they, if it like switched their places. You know what I mean? Like, cause Cal's like, it's, it's, it's not the time to think, try things that have never been done before. And you're thinking, Oh shit, something's about to really happen here. Um, if it were somehow able to swap their places, that would be interesting.
1: That but is like, true. That's true.
0: I don't know what they're trying to go for here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that would have that would have been that would have been clever.
0: And I just page through all the God Killers arc, and nothing tells me what their weapons are made out of. So, all
1: right.
0: All right, last issue number forty one.
1: Number forty one, and I purposely picked the non-variant cover on this one with the Who's the Greatest Now? On it, when when Zod's standing victorious over Hal, about seemingly about to put on his Green Lantern ring. More false advertising. But uh, yeah, the original, the other, the variant cover was pulled for me, but I like I like the Zod cover because the, the Zods will cover better. <laughs> Thus, I actually chose to get it. Uh, so Zod's Will, Conclusion, The Rule of Law, uh, Robert Venditti, uh, the artist in this one is Brandon Peterson, Tomei Morey, Colorist, Dave Sharp, <laughs> Sandoval, Tarragona Moray did the cover, Tyler Kirkham and Moray again did the variant, and Andrew Marino and Brian Cunningham are the editors in this one. So pretty much – the oh, Let's cutting to the chase. This is actually well. This isn't. This is a somewhat interesting issue. The, the the majority of what happens in this issue can be summed up really quickly. That almost the you know the entire issue is a duke out between Hal and General Zod. And General Zod again continues to bo- to continue to talk about his arrogance. You know, he continues to be arrogant and talk about how we know the outcome of the battle. I mean, it's it's only going to end one way. And Hal kind of points out this isn't gonna go like our the, like our last fight Zod because I kind of I know I know what I what <laughs> that I'm going up against the Kryptonian this time and everything else so there's no element of surprise working for Zod so there's some really cool moments of Hal and 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 uh, Zod uh, going again, going against each other you know it's it's a very it's also an underlying which again. I think people in the military would enjoy this too. The 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 like the branch rivalry kind of and perception of your branch being superior, no matter what that branch is. So Zod is more like Zod, is, you know, is, is a general. He's an he's an army guy, so he so he sees things one way. Kyle, I mean, excuse me, Hal is an air force guy, <coughs> so he sees things another way. And Hal does kind of Hal does kind of have a good a good moment when he. When he when he literally says to him, it's like uh, it's like I I love you, army guys. Every fight is forward. It's like you know what the air force taught me, and and, and Zod again being Zod, it's like tell me, you know, I'll use my heat vision to <laughs> sear it on your gravestone. And he's like, yeah, aerial battles battles are 360 degrees. And basically, uh, Kyle. I mean, damn it, I keep saying Kyle, which is amazing. Huh? the how more or less suckers uh, guy. Oh my God. Take five. <laughs> humana, humana, humana. Ralph Cramden <laughs> is doing the review of this episode. Humana, humana, humana. Zod gets suckered by Hal. You know, a plane crashes into him, and then, I like this point, too. Hal says, you know you know what, I've, all these years as a pilot, you know what if one thing I've, I've never did? It's like, I never crashed two planes at once. And he more or less kind of makes a Zod sandwich out of two energy constructs. Uh, Zod is down for the count. Hal, and kind of being Hal and being... You know, boasting himself at the moment. He said, by the laws of the Green Lantern Corps, it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're under arrest. <laughs> and Guy being Guy, it's like, a, you know, hey, you know, George is like, damn, do I hate that I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, right at this moment, because we have nothing better to do, uh, the gar- the Guardians and Salak, actually, no, the Doc, Salak's uh, cut, cut, uh, planet men, his, his fellow member of his race, that doctor that came over in the... Uh, New Gods Ark. The Guardians, John and and, Ed, and the, the the Salic uh, race member shows up, and uh, the Guardians pretty much say, "Hey, you must release the General." And you know, Cal's kind of like, "How can you do that?" It's like, you know, we we it's like we got to we got to act quickly. You know, they're gonna he's gonna recharge into the Yellow Sun. It's like this is the this is the funny part though I thought when Hal says like we have to get Zod to a science when he, when he was taunting Zod I should say when he was taunting Zod about you, forget about the Phantom Zone you're going to a science cell where you're never gonna get it out of how many people have we seen get out of science cells one way or the other it's like the it's like the easiest prison in the universe to get out of it's it's easier to get out of that than like at the uh, county jail or the in like Mayberry or something uh so. You know, Hal's kind of pointing out, oh, if we got to get him in a science cell, blah, 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 and John says, no, do what, do what, he, do what he says, and Ganthid and the Guardians say, Ursa release our lanterns, we have come to take them home with their rings. Zod kind of, again, boasts, you know, if, if any leave this world, Guardians, it's because I allow it, your lanterns attacked us, blah, 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 blah. and he, he keeps on going on this, you know, being self-righteous and everything else. Uh, the Eradicator now shows up with the the confiscated ring of of, of Kyle Rayner. Uh, Kyle Rayner's ring goes back on his finger. You know, the the, doc, the doctor says, you know, this ring will stabilize Kyle Rayner's injuries for now, and but you know, his wounds require immediate surgery. Hal's really pissed off, and I should say, I really don't like the way Hal is drawn in this issue, certainly up close. And Hal, you know, John kind of points out, no. This was, you know, the whole mission was, you know, it was a re- it was a rescue mission to bring you and Kyle home. That's that's the important thing. You need to trust me on this. And Hal's like you just better know what, better know what you're doing. John just kind of goes to Zod at the end is like, "Hey, you know, don't take me for a fool, Zod. I know you're up to something." And, you know, you don't want our protection because because Zod rejects the Green Lantern's protection and says though basically he's going to protect we're going to protect ourselves, and John just said, you know, if you don't want our protection, that's great, but I will protect the rest of the universe from you. If it comes time to take you down, I will. So we have some interesting discussions about um, between Hal and John at the end, and John points out, well, we have to get basically – John's thinking is we have to give the guardians a chance because the guardians essentially wanted to do something different. It, it's it's so easy because the old that our problem with the old guardians was that they were manipulators and interventionalists, and these guardians actually chose a path not to do that. They chose something different, and if we push them, if we reject them, we may you know literally push them back into re, you know going down that path again and making the same mistakes. Uh, you know, we, we cut back to Zod, and Zod, and, and Zod and family are reunited. And we basically we find out that the entire point of what Zod wanted to get out of the, the Green Lantern rings was pretty much a map of the universe, the population statistics for every inhabited world, along with their military strength and everything else. And that's pretty much what Zod wanted. And back, which I really like this little point, which makes me wonder if there's going to be if this going to be picked up on in the next two arcs that John and Hal but the issue concludes with Hal pointing out which picks up on the issue when, when he and back with the Superman arc not that long ago when Hal and Superman had that conversation it's like did you ever think that maybe you know uh, more or less like kind of like ending a threat permanently if we just did that once we crossed that line it's like it would make things better because they wouldn't have to deal with stuff ever these threats over and over again or repeat threats and both of them kind of go no nope, never did it's like yeah me neither well, we kind of have a little opt, a little different take on this now, because Hal says, you know, do you? Ever, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, because obviously Hal's been thinking about this after the fact, because he goes after, afterwards, referring to the Superman conversation. I couldn't help but think if we took care of threats, you know, permanently once in a while, the universe would be a much safer place. And John counters that by saying, I've been there. That isn't police work. It's war. And that ends the arc.
0: So this kind of tells you, you know, this is the end of the arc, so I, I can talk about it. From the very beginning, I knew it was going to end in this stalemate, because from the from the first issue of this arc through, through every other issue, they keep saying that the Green Lantern Corps attacked the Kryptonians unprovoked. Now, you can sit there and say, okay, that's just Zod being a villain and playing the victim and blah, 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 blah. But it, it is technically true. You know, it's Hal and Kyle turned around, saw Zod, and started firing. So you knew all along that this was going to happen. Um, I kind of feel that, you know, maybe the Guardians could have pulled some Star Trekian, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, rule of uh, what's the one uh, where you're not supposed to interfere?
1: Prime Directive?
0: Yeah, the Prime Directive because technically Zod is an outside alien and his family are an outside alien force imposing their will on an evolving planet and they're not supposed to be doing that but at the same time you gotta think of you know any other worlds in the DCU where aliens have shown up and been hailed as gods and that has played a part into that, that particular planet's evolutionary process and so on and so forth so I wonder if you know, if if it looks like the the native people are are you know willingly accepting uh, this this outside force and, and not being you know slave to it, um, then there's nothing that the Green Lantern Corps, or the Guardians, can do or something. Um, so you kind of saw it all along how it was going to end in that way. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Um. I don't. I'm, I'm not a fan of the art in this issue either. Like you mentioned, there are a couple of pages where I think uh, it's kind of cool, but overall, I'm not really a big fan of it. Um, 100%. This is Brandon Peterson this time around. Yes.
1: I mean, okay. Zod. Zod. I don't think Zod's drawn that badly. I don't think Zod no. looks that badly. But Hal. Hal looks. Hal for most. Most of the most of the real panels where you see Hal's face. Uh, not not a profile, but like a full-on look of his face, it, especially the hair. The hair is drawn really weird. That I don't think he, I don't think, John, I mean, I don't think John, guys drawn horribly too. Uh, you don't see much of Kyle, so it's hard to judge. But guys doesn't look like really guy. Uh, John, I don't think John doesn't really look too much like John. Even the guardians look weird. So I. Yeah, I, I think other than Zod, I think this is a fail. I think think the artwork in this issue is pretty much a fail. Uh, I did like I kind of did like that it was we kind of got the, you know essentially a one on one showdown with Hal, and Zod, and so for people like I remember when Corwin Cor Corwin, Corwin was concerned about or raised the question anyway where you know did the did the uh about the power levels demonstrated like in the first issue of this arc did we think that was realistic or unrealistic and maybe, I guess, and kind of I'm, I'm reading into a little because it's Corwin, so and maybe I'm wrong, but kind of like making it that maybe it shouldn't have been that, you know, shouldn't have been that easy for for Zod and everybody to kind of, f- to rip through especially, especially how but now, but at least we kind of got partial explanation for why Zod was able to, you know, to do that and we also saw that you know Cal, Hal is able to, under the right circumstances anyway, hold his own with, with Zod. So that I, so I think a little bit of those fears were erased. And obviously from a morale perspective, because it's even referenced in the uh, in the issue, the, when when Ursa and when Ursa is wants to pick up and continue to fight after Zod gets his ass handed to him the core is like m- much more reinvigorated and and the morale is much higher to go back and and take him on again after seeing what Hal was able to do to Zod so i think that kind of i think that kind of so that part i thought i think that was a nice kind of like way to that aspect of the ending was kind of nice it my overall assessment of the arc was kind of like it kind of was exactly where we were coming into this i mean i I didn't expect much out of this arc. I did think, I do think this unfortunately falls into the is yet another arc that at least had some promise to it that doesn't really have great resolution. And uh, it, you know, and again, it's one, of, it's one of those back to status quo, but you know, but you know that you know that things it lays the foundation for things down the road, but of course it kind of. It isn't nearly as cool to do that, especially when you know, when, especially now that we know the writer's leaving the book. So if anybody does pick up on this whenever it happens, it ain't going to be him.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Another thing, too, is Zod says, and I'll just quote him here, so forgive me, folks. Uh, Your lanterns arrived here uninvited to attacks without cause under the guise of their laughable protection. I've seen the results of the Green Lantern Corps' protection. Krypton and my people were annihilated on their watch. The House of Zod has found new people here. We are building a new life for that. Lantern Jordan beat me. Is that law? Is that justice? I say it's tyranny. The House of Zod will die fighting it, and the universe will know Krypton's final family died in defense of their autonomy. Um, So it's very clear we're getting yet another, and if you read the solicits for the Dark Star's arc, it's very clear we're getting yet, yet another should the universe trust the Green Lantern Corps anymore and and somebody else, uh, the universe doesn't trust them anymore and somebody else is going to rise to replace them or uh, the universe is going to back another horse, um, which I got to say I'm already sick of. I mean, we, we, we've been down this road before. We've been down this road recently. I know that, between Cullen building up the Sinestro Core and uh, Venditti writing the, you know, Space Jesus Hal, you know, Renegade Hal, uh, you know, that was kind of what that was. So are we really going here yet again? Um, did Venditti know this was, the Dark Star's arc was going to be uh, his second to last? Um, and technically last, if you consider how short his next arc after it would have to be. (laughs) Yeah, three issues, Um, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, just... I'm not looking forward to the Dark Stars arc because I'm pretty sure a big component of it will be the Green Lanterns can't be trusted anymore, the Guardians, you know, hey, the Guardians are back in command and we can't trust them anymore, we need somebody else to protect the universe, blah, blah, blah. Who asked you to protect us? You know, that whole shtick, which I'm already... We had recently, and we had for quite a while, so I'm done with it. Uh, We don't need it again. Um, I'm looking forward to the Dark Stars arc, and one reason and one reason only, seeing the Dark Stars again, seeing the controllers, seeing more of the Green Lantern mythos side of things, and seeing how they adapt the Dark Stars, and so on and so forth. It also looks like some of it takes place on Earth, so happy to see that and the lanterns being on earth and everything. Maybe this will be a part of the reason or we'll see uh, kind of the groundwork being laid for why uh, John Stewart uh, joins the Justice League uh, later on. So based on solicits, you know, we know coming up a new Justice League number one's coming or whatever. Um, and John Stewart is going to be part of the Justice League. Uh, Which means he's gonna stop being leader of the core, we think, unless he's pulling double duty. Um, So clearly his favor falls with the Guardians in some way, shape, or form. Uh, We're gonna probably assume it's gonna take place in the Dark Stars issue. Issues the Dark Stars issues take place largely on Earth. It looks like based on cover images and so on and so forth. So I'd be interested to see all that, but I'm not interested in the Dark. I'm not looking forward to the Dark Stars art for two reasons. One, it's linked, like Mark mentioned. And two, the fact that we're just, like I said, getting a, yet another—we can't trust the Green Lantern Corps. We can't trust
1: the Guardians.
0: Who's gonna police us? We're, going you know, that whole thing.
1: I think the other—I think the other problem with with—I think what compounds these long arcs is—and it again, who knows? And that would be one of the questions I, I'd like to ask Robert Venditti, and and who knows? Even if we don't get an interview with him, maybe we could at least like ask him a tweet. Tweet the question to him maybe he would answer that that like exactly like exactly what arc or when you know when he re, when he knew that he was gonna leave the book where was he in writing these stories that we're getting now when exactly you know did he know that and, and did it influence obviously did it influence what he was doing because the to me the other problem with these long arcs is again it's like a lot of these things you're laying breadcrumbs and you kind of suspect even at the end of the dark star arc, it's going to be the same kind of thing where it's going to be. There may not. There's not going to be a great resolution to anything, and it lays breadcrumbs again. But yet, that's even worse when you know you're the one. You're you're leaving the book. I mean, you may. I mean, from a different perspective, looking at the opposite point of view, you could say, well, I I want I want to do that on purpose because I'm leaving all these potential storylines for other for the next writer to pick up on if he wants to. So I'm kind of like putting a lot of stuff on their plate. Not that they have to pick up on, but they had, but they have multiple threads to pick up on right away if they want to, or if they want to shortly after doing maybe going in a different in a direction of their own, just to get your feet wet. But then if you want to, there's plenty of different uh, like choose your own adventure. There's, there's there's like three different ways you could go right off the bat uh, when you choo- when you choose to go that way. So I could see it from that perspective too. But it's kind of harder when you know that he's leaving the book. That to go through these long arcs and not have much change, and I could also understand not maybe him feeling that he doesn't want it to do anything that's going to dramatically change the status quo because he's leaving the book. That that might not, you know, you could you could look at it from that perspective too. That it's not exactly the the potentially coolest thing to do. It's to really shake up the status quo dramatically, and then hey, by the way, and there you go, you know, hand the baton off, and. Yeah. So I I, I I could understand that, but it 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 doesn't make for as you know as compelling reading. And I'm really curious. I mean, I'm curious to see. And I and maybe this is a good way for us to to, to, to end. I just as we were doing these re, these issues, I was kind of thinking about this. Maybe to throw out stuff that we think might be in Venditti's final arc, only because there have been no solicits yet for any issues in his final of his final arc. So. But as far as this arc goes, it was okay. It was, it was longer than it probably needed to be. It was, I wasn't looking forward to it. I'm still not looking forward to it. It kind of does make the Green Lanterns come, you know, look weak, even if not physically. Again, the fact that they were not, that none of the, none of the lanterns, none of the guardians were bright enough to figure out that Zod might have wanted to. You know, to figure to to get information out of the ring, and isn't there a way to know? Is you know, isn't there something programmed in the ring to know if 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 it's, if it's been you know, something something tried to interface with it, or you would think there would be something that would be that hard to figure out. And
0: the- well, if if nothing else, the fact that the freaking of all beings, the Eradicator comes out of the sky holding the ring, right? Saying, "Here's the ring we confiscated." You really think? That he didn't look into it, and plus, didn't Kyle or Guy or not, Kyle or Hal overhear them say something about taking the ring to be inspected or something?
1: Maybe that could have been in one of the first two parts. It could have been. So, all right. Anything else you want to go over before we close out? No, I think that I think that kind of sums this up.
0: All right. Uh, want to tell people how they can reach out to us? And what sort of content to send our way?
1: Oh, yes. And I don't even have my document open, but that's all right because – well, this is, what, this is kind of what we were thinking about. And we're, and we're throwing this out there as a possibility, uh, it, just if anybody's interested in doing so. We know we've, we've talked about – the idea was floated out there as a suggestion to us about maybe having other people on to do issue reviews. And that is something we're obviously still we'll do at some point. There's no doubt. But in the meantime – Especially, especially with the uh, what, superhuman trafficking, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's the last two issues of that arc we still have to cover. If anybody had, if anybody would like to do, like a no, make it under ten minutes, preferably like a five to eight minute recap slash review of one of the, one of the two parts of that arc, and send it our way, there is a Pretty decent chance, depending. Of course, we we're never gonna get like a lot of takers on this, but if, if we had like three or four people take us on a, up on each issue, then we pro- I don't think we pl- we probably wouldn't play all of them. We would probably pick one, I would guess. But but if anybody was interested in doing that and basically doing a like a, like a 10 minute MP3 or doing a recording and and sending it and sending it over to us, you could send it over to our email, which is lanterncast at gmail dot com. Because it's certainly an idea that Chad and I were throwing around. You know, it's a possibility of where people gave us reviews of those, especially those two issues. Maybe we would play one review of each issue, and then we would, you know, discuss their, you know, their review and discuss the the issues as a whole. Uh, Landry, when you
0: when you say send a review,
1: do you mean send a recap or send their thoughts on the issue as well? You, what do you mean?
0: Well, are they going to – when they record it, are they – because you said the word review a couple of times, so I just want to clarify. Are they sending in the review of the issue or are they recapping the issue I'm for us? It would,
1: I'm assuming it would be both because it was just the way we – I mean we, we recap and we review. I mean, All right. I mean we – so I always kind of – I mean it, people can do it any way they want. if They just want to send in a straight-up straight recap of what happens in it and not really – put in any personal thoughts of one way or the other whether they liked it but I kind of find it hard to believe at least at the end you somebody wouldn't want to make it clear whether they liked it or didn't but either way we're, we're open we're open so if anybody wants to do that certainly under under 10 minutes uh, try to keep it at least you know try to keep it on, around 20 megs or less ideally some, somewhere in that range for a file because we shouldn't have problems getting those attachments in a Gmail account so lanterncast at gmail.com. The LanternCast.com, the website. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Use hashtag Geocast to locate us on those. iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave us a positive review on whichever platform you listen to us on. And 708 Lantern is the voicemail. And let us know what you think.
0: Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Good night, everybody. Good night.